Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9920. And enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Well, hello, I'm Bill Sparks, and here we go. We have nothing to talk about tonight. There's absolutely nothing <laughs> going on. We have plenty to talk about. <laughs> That's right. Okay, well, here we go. Uh, this is uh, Chris, and we got show number 110. It's uh, November, September 20th of 2020, and we have just almost completed week two of the NFL season, and it was a lot of injuries today. We'll try to run down those and get uh, the latest updates. Uh, we will start some with them, a Some of them do not sound good either. No. No, they, they don't. No, no, they don't. And a lot of stars too. So we'll um, we'll do some odds and ends at the beginning. We'll clear up one error. I'll do that before Sean takes over, and then we'll do the car, the auto racing and the golf. Then we will get into the NFL. We'll do MLB, and as we come down to the final week of the season, I'll try to tell you where we stand. At least going into that last week, I think we have a little more clarity in the American League, not as much in the National League. Uh, then we're going to do the NBA and the NHL. Do some uh, miscellaneous items, and uh, then I guess the deaths. I think oh, college, the college sport before the miscellaneous, and uh, yeah, we'll do uh, college, then miscellaneous, and then the deaths. We have five of them, and the first two in particular are interesting to me, you know. And uh, so anyway, um, all right. So the first thing we want to clear up before I give it to Sean is we made a mistake last week, and we always try to catch these up. Uh, we we said that the fight on the 27th of uh, September in 1980 was at Wembley Stadium. It was actually Wembley Arena, which is right next to it, but it was Wembley Arena. With with about you know fifteen sixteen thousand people, it was a decision where Marvin Hagler uh, they stopped. Actually, the fight it was on, twelve thousand, Chris. Twelve thousand, all right. Yeah. And uh, and they they stopped the fight, and the people threw bottles and everything else. They stopped the fight because Alan Minter, who we were talking about his death, had been cut very heavily in that fight and was bleeding badly, and he was somebody who often cut. So uh, they stopped it in the third round, and they were not happy. So that was Wembley Arena, and then we okay. got that straightened out. And now, uh, Sean, why don't you take over, and then maybe you can do, do the you and uh, Robert can do the golf. Yeah. And the NASCAR, too. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, if you want to leave us a message anytime throughout the week, uh, call 800-693-0595, option number two, or email us, sportslounge at allthingsradio.net. If you want to call in this time throughout the show, if you're listening live, of course, download the Zoom app or dial 646-876-9923, then do 287-723. 4600, hit pound key twice when you're in here. Star nine, raise your hand, alt line the computer, more key on your phone. Uh, now, start, when, when we call on you, you'll have to unmute yourself manually. Also, don't forget, you want to know all the standings, all the scores, all the schedules, go to 712-432-3642. 
uh, board nine is the sports lounge board. You can interact. You can hear all your scores, standings, and new breaking news. Or you can go check out TV and Sirius XM and regular other schedules on board 13 at that same number. Now, this weekend, the U.S. Open, as one of our talk show hosts here, Bucky Godwell, was calling it uh, Father's Day number two because you had the yeah. U.S. Open final. And this Father's Day, you actually you had football with with the finals of the U.S. Open kind of tied in. So he said it was like a double Father's and Day. And basketball and hockey, and, uh, you know, over the weekend. So there you go. Yeah, but he, yeah, he was talking, you know, the final day is always Father's Day. Yeah. So yeah. this is Father's Day number two with golf and football. Both. But uh, if Bryson DeChambeau won it, you had a different leader each day. Uh, Justin Thomas was the leader the first day, then Patrick Reed, and yesterday, 21-year-old Matthew Wolf, he won it. And then DeChambeau, uh, he, he he settled it today. He handled it. I mean, it was, you know, I mean, a lot of the big guys, like I said, Tiger didn't make the cut. Phil, I don't think, Phil barely made the cut. No, uh, he didn't make the cut either. No, he did not make the cut at all. Jordan Speed didn't. Uh, you know, it was kind of a lot of guys. Uh, they changed, they uh, toughened the course up after the first day. They were the groundskeepers. There was a little controversy about them toughening the course up because groundskeepers were like, "Oh, they're scoring too well." So, and NBC had it. Plus, it was the first event, the first live sporting event to stream on their on Peacock, which is their streaming uh, service. So you could watch it on there and, you know, and NBC and Golf Channel and all of it. So you look for more NBC sports events. You'll probably see that with the French Open. You'll start seeing it. Uh, streaming yeah, and that starts Peacock, next weekend. Sure. That starts next weekend also. So Yeah, yeah, you'll see it. So that's another way that if you have the Peacock app or the Peacock service and there it is free, but... You know, and then, of course, what happened in NASCAR? Well, uh, last night, Kevin Harvick won his ninth race of the year, and now he's separating himself and becoming the clear favorite for the NASCAR championship. But, of course, everything has to play out. And next Sunday night on NBC Sports Network at 7 p.m. will be the next race in Las Vegas. And they'll be down to the round, of the final 12, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, That's final, correct, yeah. They'll be down to the final 12. And, and last night, at the Bass Pro Nice Race, uh, it was the largest spectator, largest amount of spectators at a sporting event in the United States since the COVID. They had about thirty-five thousand people, but you know the track holds about one hundred and fifty. So, oh yeah, one hundred and sixty, I think. So yeah, somewhere in that range. So they had about you know the largest amount of people at a spectator sports. So anyway, and okay. As we get started in the NFL, Bill, just a reminder to you as callers, come in if you want to mute them since I'm over in my other window and can't do it. I'm on <laughs> so, I just muted so, my first one. So okay, thanks. Always appreciate it. Here we go with the NFL. We had on Thursday night, Browns 35, Bengals 30. I think it's two weeks in, and that's a small sample size. The Bengals have probably found their quarterback. But the Browns, so. the Browns didn't look horrible this week either. No, no, no did. You know what no. was nice about the whole thing? They were talking about it during the game. Apparently, Joe Burrow grew up in Ohio, and he grew up yep. a Bengals fan. So um, yeah. he was yeah, he's one of the few people that never complained about going to the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. And it, yeah. and it looks like after two games, yes, it's early, but I think they may have found somebody. So and, well, it, and it was a very and it was a very good game too. I mean it. 
It was. It went yeah, back yeah. and forth. And the, the Bengals, though, they're, they're still going to probably get a pretty high draft choice because they I, still I don't have any defense. So. Yes. Uh, they don't have any defense. And I mean, and, and but they're going to be exciting. And they were in both games. Uh, they could have, you know, they had a penalty at the end of the Charger game. They could have easily been right there with that one and certainly were there right there with the Browns. So they're, they're going to be an interesting team, at least, and uh, compared to last year when, you know, know. the fans really didn't even want to go. And we'll, and we'll have and we'll be able to talk. We'll be able to talk about the Chargers later because boy, did they have a bad situation today. One thing coming out of that game, it's not related, but it was announced at that game and uh, right before the game, they surprised Joe Buck and told him he is going to be in the Hall of Fame. So they actually did that at halftime, Sean. They did at halftime. Yeah, yeah, and that's right. They did it at halftime, and it's the first him and his father, the first father and son in the NFL Hall of Fame broadcasters. Uh, yeah, they, they, they both have received the Pete Rosell Award. So. Yeah, both okay. of them have ne- never. I'm trying to think of any other father-son broadcasts. Play by Not in football, no. no. So Not then we football. move on to today, and boy, did well, we have Mar- some... Marvin Kenny. Marvin Kenny have done football. Mar- they have, yes. Marv has, yeah. Yep. Right. Anyway, moving right. on to today, though, we did have some exciting games today, and boy, was there a surprise in the first round, and we'll get to it when we get to it. Mm-hmm. Bears 17, Giants 13. That was a good game. Of course, we that's a local yes. game here. Uh, the Giants, the Bears got off early. It was 17-0. The Giants came back to within 17-13. And then here starts the bad news. Saquon Barkley of the Giants was uh, carted off, and they think that he has a torn Achilles. So yep. if that's the and case, he would be done for the season. Right, they're they going to do the they, MRI tomorrow. And, and they, also, they also suspect maybe a torn ACL as well, Perry. So yeah. uh, that's why they're going to do the MRI. It looks like he may have torn both on the same play. If you're a Bear fan, you have to be uh, – uh, really a little worried about this because okay you're two and oh however you played uh two good you know you played a good football game out of the two you've played you played the third and fourth quarter in detroit and the first and second quarter in at home against the giants and then in the beginning of the detroit game and the end of the giants game you didn't do much at all so no, i think yeah. if you're a bear fan and you're two and oh you have to be pretty happy that you're not one and one since you played one good football game out of two and remember they're paying nick Foles starting quarterback money so i I don't suspect he's going to stay on the sidelines very long. Well, I don't know. It's not been true. Trubisky's gotten hot at different points in the game. And Nick Foles, I'm telling you, has not earned a reputation. I'm not saying Trubisky has, but no, Nick Foles I know. hasn't really. He took the Eagles to the Super Bowl on a three-game run. Yeah. Uh, that's what he did. And beyond that, he hasn't really done a whole lot. So I, I know. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not. Remember, there's investment of money there, but there's investment of confidence. And, hey, we took the Trubisky over Pat Mahomes. we got to play this guy. So it isn't as simple as just saying, hey, you know, while these people are here, you know, Trubisky's got a got a, an up uh, on on uh, Foles, even with the yeah. money paid. So yes. there there is that. Yep. Well, in probably what was the game of the day in the early <laughs> games, the uh, Falcons led thirty nine to twenty four with a little bit under five minutes to go, and the final and the final score was forty to thirty nine Cowboys in a game that. The Cowboys snatched from the jaws of defeat. Well, if you're uh, in Atlanta, they, they, I mean, by, by rights, Atlanta should have won that game. You, they you should have won thinking, that game easily. You got to yeah. be thinking back to that Super Bowl uh, again, and because it's it's just, I mean, this team can't hold a lead. The defense is horrible. The offense is great. The defense is horrible. The Cowboys' defense wasn't so good either. I mean, no. but you, uh, Dak Prescott was the first player to 
throw for over 400 yards and with three rushing cutdowns ever in NFL yeah. history. So uh, he had quite a the day. Cowboys did not lead the entire game until that field goal. They got an onside kick. It was to 30. So they scored. It was 39-37. Got the onside kick. Went down. And a lot of that comes down. They were up 20. They 26 to seven. They went for two to try to make it 28-7, where it could have it could have been 20. You know, they could have kicked the extra point. And then could have forced an overtime, and you know, eventually, and I don't know. Oh, just, there's way too much going for two, you know. It's, and uh, you know, you know, uh, Dan Quinn uh, and Matt Patricia are going to be walking the plank. I, I uh, uh, that's an early prediction. Both of those guys are going to uh, be visited on Black Monday because uh, both of those teams have done terrible yeah. things the yeah. first two weeks. Well, and by, and by the way, I know last week we had mentioned that West Durham was not there. He was back he today. Was today. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why he wasn't there last week. Maybe he had a wedding or something to do or go to but either way he was there and that's good and the other thing um according i listened to the end of the game on the, with the cowboys they said that the atlanta really blew that onside kick they easily could have recovered it they were, they were all standing there looking at it nobody went and picked it up yeah. that was what that babe lothenberg said so yep. that was because it's very hard he was explaining how hard it is to recover an onside kick and they did so yep. that's only going to happen like 10 yep. percent of the time or something this year i really think they need to put in that fourth and 15 role i think i like that but uh, <laughs> and, I, and for those yet. and for those who missed that game, I suspect that they'll replay that at some point during the week on the NFL Network. Oh, so yeah. if you oh, missed it, okay. All right. But we did, but we did have we did have some other games though. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. Packers forty-two, Lions twenty-one. Chris, you knew exactly where we were headed next. Well, I and, got uh, you and I use the same schedule to write these down pretty much, <laughs> especially on the early but, game. So but, I kind of uh, know where we're going. But yeah, yeah the, the Packers played another good game, but they got off to a slow start, and then lo and behold, they spot the Lions, what was it, about a 10-point lead? 14-3, I think. 14 then, uh, three. They came yeah. roaring back, and 42-21 was the final. Rodgers played well again. Yeah. Well, the Lions, and we're going to talk about the Vikings. The Lions and Vikings are in trouble, and the Packers they and are. Bears, again, uh, the Packers of the two, of the two, the Packers and Bears have looked the best um, yep. because, you know, but because I've just explained, the Bears should really be one and one if you put the two things together, but they're two and, and oh. But the and, but the Vikings were horrible, and the Lions, you know, you're right, uh, Robert. Matt Patricia is uh, going to be, you know, gone, I think, at the end of this year. Yeah. Now, unless uh, you know, I have heard of coaching changes in the season too. Not no, they lightly, do. Yeah. but they can happen before the end of the year. Yeah. It's a little tricky this year with the pandemic, too, I think. I, I yeah. don't think you're going to see too much of that. Probably no. not. Titans 33, Jaguars 30. That was a good game. That was kind yeah, of, a, yeah. of a back-and-forth game, too. That's a, yes, so the Titans, the yes, Titans it won it. I mean, they did what they had to do. I guess that's the way you look at it. They, you know, you, you go into a game. I mean, if you don't think you're playing your greatest, you do what you had to do, and they did. That's right. And they Steven, did, and uh, that's Steven a good Kuskowski, sign. He missed another extra point today, but he did kick all of his field goals. You know, so. I'll tell you what. Steven Guskow when the when the money's on the line, he usually does kick a field goal. Uh, I'll give him that, and I think they'll keep him this year. Looks like it. I hope so because he's on my fantasy team. But the other thing too is that you know the the, uh, the Jacksonville is not as bad. You know they were talking about tanking for Trevor. They may not be tanking for Trevor because they may have their quarterback in Minshew. He's doing all right yeah. so far. Yeah. Colts twenty eight. Vikings 11. Bill, what was your thought of that, of this game? game was actually wider. The, the score could have been much it worse. Was, yeah, yes, yes, it could have. Uh, Minnesota was just inept. What, I mean, they were. They just, I think what Chris said last week about the quarterback, 
Cousins. I think that team is going to just fall apart. They may be tanking for Trevor. I mean, well, a, a lot of a lot of Minnesota players do not like their quarterback. They certainly so. do not. No. no. So, well, if he keeps throwing three interceptions per game like he did today, they definitely won't like him. Well, and, and I imagine, uh, the, I imagine the, I imagine the broadcasters were all over him on those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about John Taylor? How did he look uh, today uh, for the new running back for the Colts? So. You know, he looked pretty good. He got over a hundred yards. Of course, right. he had several carries, so he stepped up and really did well. He just kind of opened up the game a little bit so they could get mm-hmm. the passing game going And because they'd lost one of their elite wide receivers who's hurt more than he played Paris Campbell, the second play of their mm-hmm. first drive. So they were a little short, but uh, hey. Minnesota. Well, the Colts are one and one, and uh, you know they're they're in they're in second place because Houston, uh, as we know, will find later lost, and uh, you know Jacksonville and uh, the Colts are one and one. So this is going to be a wide open division again. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Okay, Bills thirty-one, Dolphins twenty-eight. We had a forty-minute lightning delay in this game, but the, hey, the Bills. There again, I mean, the Dolphins are not a horrible team either, and the Bills, no, no. they went down there. The Dolphins didn't play badly, but the Bills played three points better. Yeah, and Josh, and, uh, Josh, Josh Allen was... threw for over 400 yards and I think maybe yep. three touchdowns or so. Yep. And, you know, I, it's funny. I was at our fantasy draft. I was saying, I don't know about Dak Prescott or Josh Allen. I think they're too overvalued in this draft. Well, today wouldn't have been the, the, the day to listen to what I said because they both had great days. Yeah. But the Bills are 2-0, and and that means uh, if the Patriots lose tonight, which they very well could in Seattle, um, the Bills will be in first place. So we'll see what happens. Um, 49ers, 31, Jets, 13, and the 49ers had two or three injuries. Oh, no, they, uh, have, a whole, they have a whole list. Bo- Bosa is injured. He, they think that could be a torn yeah, that's ACL. Nick Bosa. That's the brother that of Joey Nick Bosa, Bosa for the yes. Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy mm-hmm. Garofalo, they think, has a high ankle sprain. And, uh, and they said out four to six weeks. Okay, and, and um, they're and as I think they may even have one or two other ones that I did. Uh, Raheem uh, Most Mostert, the running back. Raheem Mostert has a sprained knee. Uh, uh, they're also going to do an MRI to see if that's worse. Yeah, and uh, I think they've had a few others. The Forty ers got totally beat up in New York. They won the game, but they got totally beat up, and they have, of course, they play in New York again next week yes. against. And the they Giants. were not happy with the field turf. That's on that just what I was about they, to point out, Chris. Yeah. Have to play on it again. Because because they're playing, they're staying there. You know, these schedules are kind of designed with COVID in mind, a little less travel, do this and that. Although the Patriots have to go out to Seattle and come back and play the Raiders next week. That's, you know, they're not totally doing it. But, yeah. you know, they they, uh, they stay there. They're playing the same uh, stadium. They'll be out there for, you know, a week and a half, and they don't like the turf. No. Right. Rams 37, Eagles 19. I thought the Rams played a very nice game today. Yep. Um, they, you know what, with the 49ers possibly i mean you you don't want to see anybody get hurt but with them a little bit down that would give the rams a chance you know to step into maybe one of those spots in that division well you got arizona going right along with them but the 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 rams really have a high-powered offense the eagles are in trouble i mean the cowboys were going to be in trouble too if they had lost that game the eagles are 0-2 and they have not you know they blew that lead to to washington last week and now they they had they were behind the whole time they got behind i think like 21 to 3 and basically just 
hung in there the rest of the way. Didn't didn't really ever catch up. So, and that was at home. That was one of their home games. So, uh, I'm sure the Philadelphia fans, whether they were there or not, and I know they weren't, are not happy. No, but you know, uh, going but... back going back to our uh, Green Bay game, they were still doing the Lambo leap into the empty stands. They were. Yeah. I thought that was cool. <laughs> I hope the cutouts enjoyed it because we, yeah, we want to keep the cutouts happy. We have to keep the cutouts happy. By the way, for the 49ers, I believe their backup quarterback is uh, Nick Mullins, if I'm not Correct. mistaken. Correct. Yeah, and so he actually think... played well. He had to play last year one night, and he uh, played pretty well. So they yeah. uh, so... may do okay with him. We'll see. Yeah. Steelers 26, Broncos 21. And as we know uh, for the Steelers, Bill Hillgrove was not back today. This nope. was uh, his second week of a suspension. But uh, the Steelers, they, they won the game, and, and Denver didn't look horrible today. They didn't, and they lost yeah. their quarterback, though, because they, they lost uh, oh. uh, uh, Drew Locke with a shoulder injury. And uh, even, what's his name? Jeff, even Jeff Driscoll Monday came night, in. They, Monday yeah. night, they didn't look bad either. We hadn't been there since Monday. They didn't look bad in either. No, loss. they didn't, but now they're going to have to do Jeff Driscoll, and he's been a journeyman. He was around, I think he was with the Lions last year. Yes. Stafford got hurt stuff. So I'm not too sure how well that's going to go for the Broncos. But, you know, they did uh, hang in there and, and make a game of it and come back a little bit. But I. And, I, I, and now, they're, just, now they're. Though the teams are going to be prepared for Jeff Driscoll, they probably yeah. weren't expecting yeah. to see him today. Right. Now, Dick Fangio might be another coach at the end of the season that could be in some hot water. I think it's Nick. I think it's Nick. Vic. Vic Fangio. Vic. Dick. Nick. Anyway, yeah. yep, we got it. Yeah. All right. Buccaneers 31, Panthers 17. Congrats to Tom Brady. He got his first win in a Buccaneers uniform. And right. Leonard he did. Fournette looked good. Leonard Fournette, yep. you know, they picked him up. He got, you know, it was some handoffs between the two. So, yeah. And apparently yeah. Tom wasn't happy after the game. He basically said, yes, we won the game, but we have a lot we have to work on. So, Well, he gets that from uh, his old mentor. Uh, the, he never came out of a game happy either. So yeah. uh, Tom, right. you know, and uh, Tom's used to saying that because he knew Bel- Belichick be right. saying it at the same podium, uh, had said it at the same podium 20 minutes before when he didn't even hear him. So right. that's what you say. But no, I mean, they, they controlled the game. The Carolina was hung in there a bit, but uh, not, not, uh, they were no danger really. No. Cardinals 30, Redskin or a football team, I should say, 15. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting score, but the Cardinals were really in control of this game. The game, they were. The game was probably a little bit wider of a margin than even that. I didn't pay any attention to it. I had fantasy players in the I, other I two games. I didn't either, Chris. So I can't tell you much about it, but well, it was DeAndre, pretty obvious. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is either extremely happy to be out of Houston, or Houston made a major mistake in getting rid of him. Because, I think Houston made a major mistake. Uh, he had another big day for. Arizona today, so you know. Well, Houston mm-hmm. has a lot yeah. more problems than than getting yeah. rid of him, to I be mean, honest, yeah. because yeah. Uh, they lost to the Ravens today, thirty-three to sixteen. And the Ravens are rolling right along after two weeks. They are. Yep. No, the Ravens. You know, the Ravens were the best team in the AFC last year, and uh, they and the Chiefs. And I don't see anything that's uh, changing my mind about that. And uh, you know, it's going to be if if somebody else other than the Ravens or Chiefs. And even though I picked Tennessee, I don't know. I just had a feeling about Tennessee, and they're not doing badly. But I really think those are the uh, maybe the two best teams in the league. And um, yeah. you know, we will see them play later on this year. The best of the late games was the Chiefs. They trailed the whole way. They kicked a field goal late to tie the game to go to overtime. They won in overtime 23-20 to 20 over the Chargers. Justin Herbert started because Tyrod Taylor had a chest uh, injury in warm-up, so Justin Herbert started, and he did not do badly, no. but the Chiefs were just a little better. 
They, yeah, they did what we were talking about, about a good team that figures out a way to win like Tennessee, uh, like the Patriots have done over the years. They they kept on going. They kept, as, my, as Hank Stram used to say, saw on wood, and you keep on playing. And eventually, if the other team isn't as experienced uh, and it just does, isn't used to winning those close games, Chargers have always struggled in the close games. Phillip Rivers are not. And uh, so the Chiefs were able to, to come from behind. They were behind, what, 17-6 to six at one point. And right. That is correct. And then, uh, and then to wrap up the schedule, we have Patriots Seahawks that is just underway. Right. Saints and Raiders tomorrow night. We do have a hand. Marty, you Marty, are yeah. ready to go, so go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that um, Solomon Thomas is out for the Oh, that's another one. Too. Thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, that's another and one. And the other, the other thing on Josh Allen is I, I've heard that one of the things, he will make some really good plays. I mean, he'll just look like, I mean, like he's been a quarterback for years, and then he'll have stretches where – what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And and that's that's sort of the knock on him is that and, and I remember even when he came out in the draft, they said, Man, this guy has got raw talent. I mean, you can see it all over him. And you know, part of the problem was that when he played for Wyoming, you know, he really didn't have to play anybody. So that, right, that would you know, be he true. Been, he, yeah. he really hadn't been tested quite so much. Yep. But, mm-hmm. Um and also I do have a depth to announce later if you guys want me to. I, and I okay. don't know if you guys Gary Hughes, did you get him? Yeah, we got yeah, we I got, got him. We got I got him. We got oh, him. You, you guys probably have it covered. So I, I, I did, I did get him. Yeah. Okay. He deserves the uh, he deserves the claim, that's for sure. Okay. All right. All right, thanks. And now the schedule for week three coming up, uh, and then we'll talk about a little some NFL notes as well. We have Miami at Jacksonville Thursday night, eight twenty on NFL Network, Thursday the twenty fourth. Sunday the 27th, we have Chicago at Atlanta, 1 p.m., and that is going to be on, uh, I assume it's going to be on Fox. I can't That see. should be Fox, yes. It yeah. should be, and it is. Yes, indeed. Okay. We have the Rams at Buffalo, 1 p.m., and that should also be on Fox. There we go. Washington at Cleveland, 1 p.m. on Fox. Uh, Tennessee at Minnesota, 1 p.m. CBS. Las Vegas at the Patriots, 1 p.m. on CBS. Yeah, so they give uh, Las Vegas, they get to come across the country and have one less day to prepare. So way to go, NFL schedulers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, we don't, and we don't do good at uh, at uh, those uh, 1 o'clock Eastern time yeah. starts. Well, teams seem to be doing better than they used to with those things. Yeah. San Francisco at the Giants. We talked about that 1 p.m. on the uh, on the field turf at the at the Meadowlands. And they're and not be, on be happy Fox. about that. I'll be on Fox as well. Cincinnati at Philadelphia 1 p.m. on CBS. Uh, Houston at Pittsburgh 1 p.m. on CBS. The Jets are at Indianapolis, and that's the late you know, one of the late games. 4:05 p.m. on CBS. We're getting five late games this week, uh, and that's one of them. The Jets and Colts in Indianapolis 4:05 on CBS. Carol, and that means that uh, Fox will have the doubleheader. The Carolina at the Chargers 4:05 p.m. on CBS. Uh, Tampa Bay at Denver, 425 p.m. on Fox. And I, I think it's lost a little luster because Locke won't be there. But, uh, hey, you know, Brady going into Denver, that was always a, a rivalry. So that's what he's going to do on uh, on Fox on uh, Sunday afternoon. I'm sure that's a big game. Uh, Detroit at Arizona, 425 p.m. on Fox. Dallas at Seattle, 425 p.m. on Fox. Actually, that'll be uh, pretty good, too. Green Bay at New Orleans, 820 p.m. on NBC for the Sunday night matchup. And the Monday night game is Kansas City at Baltimore. Well, there it is, 815 p.m. on NBC. Oh, that should be a good one. That's going to be a hell of a game, yes. Yep, so there you go. ESPN set. ESPN set. They were like, hey, we never get the good games. (laughs) They're finally getting one this year. Okay. So uh, there was a a thing that David USF put in that he found, and that last 
last week was an historic day in football in the NFL. There were 10 black quarterbacks starting. That had happened in week five of last year, but this is, of course, the most in the openers. And I remember the first black quarterback didn't play in the NFL until 1968, Marlon Briscoe with the Denver Broncos. So it was later, much later than you might think with the, what we have now. Uh, and that tied for the, as I told you, uh, the most with the fifth, for the fifth week. So the, the starters were Cam Newton for the Patriots, Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs, uh, Lamar Jackson for the Ravens, uh, Russell, Russell Wilson for Seattle, uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater for Carolina, uh, Dak Prescott for the Cowboys, Tyrod Taylor, who of course just got hurt for the Chargers, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson for Houston, and uh, and uh, Dwayne Hackins for the uh, Washington team, and Kyler Murray for the Cardinals. And so. Tolkien did start, I believe, today, even though Tyrod Taylor got No, Tyrod Taylor, no, Tyra did, Taylor, not Taylor did, not did not start. Oh, he got hurt before. So he so got hurt before, before the game. game. He was good. Yeah. We also had the two oldest quarterbacks ever to play last week, David pointed out. Brady at 43 and Breeze at 41, the oldest at combined age of 84 years for two starters. Mm-hmm. And they'll even if, if things go the way that science tends to, they'll even be older later in the year when they play again. <laughs> That's then, uh, okay. Then, uh, okay, one of the things that uh, our friend Lynn threw in, and I figured I'd throw it in here because it's NFL, and it's really going to pick up now even more than this. But gambling is thriving now. Of course, people were starved for any sports for about two months months and pro sports for four months, you know, uh, four and a half months, whatever it was. So gambling is rising, uh, thriving. New Jersey had the most betting uh, in any state ever, 668 million in August. And that beat uh, Nevada in August of 19 for 214 million. So that's going to go through the roof because now you've got NFL betting. You've got so many states uh, legalizing gambling and so forth that it's just uh, going to go crazy. And it's certainly a a way to uh, to enhance eventually, revenue. Uh, eventually, I think it'll be nationwide. Not all the states have approved it yet, but eventually. No, there'll be some states that won't. No. It's, it's like racing. You know, you don't have things, some things in Utah are more conservative states, you know, right. different things. But yeah. right now, it's crazy. Uh, you can bet in uh, Rhode Island, and I think you can bet in New Hampshire, and you can't bet here. And that's right. so silly because we. I'm sure yeah. they get much most of their, but it took us a while to get the casino, too. So these states, well, yeah, some of them are well, slower than others. Like Texas with the horse racing. Louisiana and Oklahoma did not want to get yeah. horse racing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that should do the oh, NFL, and we're uh, that does do it for the NFL. Well, Let's take uh, well, our break, and then we'll come back thing, with one more. other thing. One other thing for the NFL: the Rams signed several contract extensions this week. I know oh, Cooper. Yeah. I know Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Uh, got contract extension, and I believe there were a few others. So the Rams did spend some money this week. Right. Okay. Well, and good. One, we'll uh, be back uh, in a couple minutes. Right. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets, and they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. 
two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for fast. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Oh, wait a minute, guys. Go from a sport with no positive COVID to a sport with the most positive COVID. Yeah, yeah, but it was still way under, like about one percent, really, when you come down to all the tests that are given over the over the weeks and everything. And and uh, I don't know, the Cardinals are will run down these standings. I was able to get them. Miss A still. What she did was she updated on Tuesday. I guess she thinks baseball played all on Monday night, and then she updates on Tuesday, and then uh, goes back to you know the wrong uh, standings. But I got them from the Globe, and there were no asterisks in there, so we didn't have to do any figuring so we're ready to go with these and then we'll talk before we do the scores we'll talk about the playoff uh, picture because we've got one week to go uh after today so the american league, league east tampa bay had a record going into the day of 35 and 18 yankees 31 and 21 toronto 26 and 26 Baltimore 22 and 31, and the Red Sox 19 and 34. Hey, they beat the Yankees today. Unbelievable. American League Central, Chicago 34 and 18, White Sox. Minnesota 32 and 22. Cleveland 28 and 24. Detroit 22 and 29. And Kansas City 21 and 31. And in the West, Oakland 33 and 19. Houston 26 and 26. Seattle 23 and 29, the Angels 23 and 30, and Texas 18 and 34. So in the American League, we have a real fight for those. The, the top three seeds are going to be Tampa Bay, the White Sox, and Oakland, but we don't know in what order. Tampa Bay is at 35 and 18, White Sox 34 and 18, and the A's are 33 and 19. So that's anybody's battle for that. Uh, you know, they'll be playing hard because, you know, you get home field if you get the, the top seed. And, yeah, well, uh, the, 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 the A's, the have, the do- the A's have the Dodgers this week, so that'll be interesting. Well, the Dodgers don't have to play for anything because they're so far ahead. They're yeah, I know. Yeah. And then uh, for the second place teams right now, we have the Yankees at 31 and 21 and they're, uh, uh, you know, in good shape for that. They're about five games ahead of Toronto for second. Minnesota is 32 and 22, but Cleveland is 28-24. So but that's pretty good for Minnesota. They look like they'll probably come in second. And, and Cleveland, in and Cleveland West, also has a four-game series with the White Sox this week. And we, as we know, the White Sox are playing for that top yes. seat. Right. right. And Oakland uh, is leading and then Houston's 26-26. And now they've got a three-game lead with about uh, eight to go with Seattle, over Seattle. So chances are they're going to get that second place. And Toronto Toronto and Cleveland should get the wild card. Uh, Toronto, uh, Cleveland would be the seventh seed, and Toronto would be the eighth seed. So that's the yeah. relatively simple. Wait, if you're American the number pick. two seed, though, and with the way that the Indians yeah. can pitch, I'm not sure yeah. you really want to run into that seventh seed. No, 
No, you don't. But that's the way it is. National League going into today, the Braves. Thirty. <laughs> this and is a real mess. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Braves thirty and twenty-two. Miami twenty-seven twenty-four. Philadelphia twenty-seven twenty-five. The Mets twenty-four twenty-eight. They're now out of it. Washington nineteen and thirty-one. Central Chicago thirty-one twenty-one. St. Louis twenty-five twenty-four. Now, are they going to be able to play these eleven games this week? Yes. Are they telling us they are? The only oh, yeah. well, they will. What they will do. They'll play at the only two that won't be scheduled would be the two with the Tigers, and they will play those if it means the difference between uh, them getting in or not getting in. No, not oh, positioning. Not for seed. Not for right. Seed. It ha- okay. Would we have to be the difference in they could make a difference in whether they get in or not? Okay. If they do, they will play them. Okay. The Cardinals right now are 20, going into today, 25 and 24. Cincinnati, 26 and 27. Milwaukee, 25 and 26. So you see the Cardinals only had a one game lead over the Brewers and Reds in that division. So they got a, people have to nail down second place in that division. Pittsburgh uh, is out of it at 15 and 37. In the West, we have the Dodgers who have already won their division at 38 and 15. San Diego, 33 and 20. But the best they can do would be the four seed, even though they've got the second best record in, in the league because they, you know, they're in that division with the Dodgers, San Francisco in the mix for 25 and 26, Colorado 22 and 29. They're out of it. Arizona 20 and 33. So let's see what we can figure out. We got the Braves at 30 and 22. For let's look at the first place teams right now. The Cubs are 31 and 21. So they're ahead of the Braves by a game. By a game. And the Dodgers. So the, right now the Cubs would be the second seed and the Braves would be the third seed. The Dodgers, of course, will get the first seed. Right, and, and that's that. and that could go back and forth all week. Right. Yeah. Now for second place in the East for the fourth, well, one of the seeds, Miami at 27-24, Philadelphia 27-25. So that, but they're a little ahead of some other teams. So Philadelphia and Miami may get in anyway. Uh, one at second place and one is one of the wild cards because they're a little ahead, but not much. So it's not, Miami and Philadelphia have to play too. They're, they're not going to be fooling around. As I said, the Mets are out in Washington for quite a long time. The Cubs, as I, so running this down, the Cubs in good shape for the division, but you've got St. Louis at 25 and 24, Cincinnati 26 and 27, Milwaukee 25 and 26, and then you've got the Giants over in the West at 25 and 26 also. So you figure it out. There's no with, real way with, to tell. And, with, and with, the t- with the scores that Chris is going to give you, especially in the Central, in those three teams, nothing changed today. Right. So it's really basically, uh, you know, the Phillies and Marlins should get in one way or the other. And then uh, two, probably two teams from the uh, Central uh, will get in some, or the, or the Giants will sneak in on one of those. So Giants are right well, there. So we'll have to see. Yeah. Well, depend, well, the Giants may not because of, uh, because like you said, you have the Padres in second place. Doesn't, so the doesn't, matter, doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay, one of we're those talking two about the wild card teams. They can so get what, a wild card is, what we're saying is the Phillies, the, what, what you're, the Giants don't have, a, a, they have to get the wild card. They're not going to get second. That's the point. They have one chance yeah. to get in. Whereas the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Reds, the Phillies, and the Marlins have two chances to get in. And, okay. But they won't all get in. So this is right. going to be crazy down the last week. And all the games next week are going to start around 3.05 Eastern. That's correct. So we will hopefully, yeah. hopefully yeah. have all the finals and maybe know what's going on, but maybe we won't. We'll have to see. And but remember, score- And remember this week, the Phillies... Uh, they'll have a double header at the Nationals, so we'll see how they do on that. Uh, the Cardinals, Brewers have one. The Giants and, and they have uh, one with the Padres. They do. The A's and the Mariners have one. That's right. Uh, those are the ones I think that matter. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the scores from today, we had Miami and Washington had a doubleheader today. Miami won the first game two to one, but Washington came back and pounded Miami 15 to nothing. So that was uh, uh, Miami uh, didn't get anywhere on that day. Uh, the Red Sox beat the Yankees 10 to two. They hadn't beaten them in well over a year. I think they'd lost 12 or 13 in a row, but they uh, pounded them today. Baltimore beat Tampa Bay two to one. Atlanta over the Mets seven to nothing. Again, as they say, the Mets are done. Cleveland uh, beat Detroit seven to four. We'll be talking about the Tigers in a little while, about their manager. Cincinnati beat the White Sox 7-3. to uh, Milwaukee beat Kansas City 5-3. to Houston over Arizona 3-2. to Toronto over Philadelphia 6-3. to Colorado knocked off the Dodgers 6-3. to St. Louis beat the Pirates 2-1. to No, the Pirates cannot beat the, the help you guys out by beating the Cardinals. Although the Cubs don't have to worry about the Cardinals. Cubs are going to be, you know, where they're going to be. They don't have to really. They're trying to get, the, they're worried about the Braves right now more they than are. anybody else. That's right. Uh, Texas beating the Angels 7-2. to Washington, I told you about that. And uh, San Francisco beat the A's 14-2. Two. Yeah. And I did we get a final on that uh, San Diego uh, game? Uh, it doesn't really matter because that's no, uh, San, Diego. San Diego was was ahead in the extra innings, uh, right. and and if Seattle didn't score in the bottom of the inning, then San Diego won. So right, well that's that's true, Robert. Yeah. Well, so, we don't know. Padres, the Padres the won that. Hold, hold on, guys. The Padres won that game seven to four in eleven innings, and in the okay. top of the fifth inning, the Twins have a two zero lead on the Cubs. Okay. okay. And by the and way, really, in the NFL, in the NFL right now, it's a seven seven tie with about three minutes to go in New England. And Seattle. Okay. In the first so, quarter. In the first quarter. Now, uh, that's usually on Sunday nights, the Patriots don't even they do anything right until I get uh, get off the phone. So that's yeah. a good thing. So also, um, yeah, well, San Diego, I think it's kind of locked into that fourth seed anyway. So they don't have to worry too they, much. They about are. It. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Mets were sold. They were sold to Steve Cohen, the guy who was going to buy it and let the uh, Wilpons run it for a few more years. Well, that's not going to happen. He's just going to buy it. And at the end of the season, I'm sure he'll be approved. They've got to do that when the season's over. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, it's the highest sale price in North America for any team, $2.4 billion. So Yeah, well, I've heard some conflicting reports on that, Chris, because of his uh, past with the uh, Federal Trade Commission in 2013. I've, I've read several articles where several baseball owners are thinking about not in, not approving him. I think, uh, though, I think, Robert, that he probably will be because I'm guessing the Wilpons probably put out a, a feeler to most of the owners and probably got positive feedback back that if they do that, that they would approve it. So I okay. would guess that if it's gone to this level, they probably will. Okay. Yeah, and well. sometimes that's more of a partisan issue where, uh, depending on who was, you know, if it's 2013, the, some uh, people may not like what the FTC did to him because he's right. a Republican or a Democrat. So right. there may be that certain the liberal owners might say one thing and the conservatives might say another. And I don't even know who's where in, in right. the debate. Right. I'm just right. saying that the John Henrys might have a different opinion than the more conservative. And problem. remember, 24 owners have to approve the sale. So. Right. Okay. So the playoff schedule was approved and we are going to, so what we're going to have is what Sean explained last week. We're going to have on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the 29th, 30th, and the 1st, the American League playoffs will be held and the National League will be on the Wednesday, the 30th, Thursday, the 1st, and Friday, the 2nd, in the home parks of the highest seeds. Those will be the best of three series. Uh, and so those will be one through four. We'll host those. We'll host five through eight. And then they'll go off to uh, the um, American League. will go to California here I come. They'll go to uh, Los Angeles. No, and, uh, yeah, that's yes, right. They will. Yeah, yeah that's American right. Though. I know. 
you guys yeah. have been struggling with this. They're going to Cal- go to California, to Los Angeles and San Diego, yeah. and the National League will go to uh, Dallas, uh, to Arlington, Texas, and to Houston. And then there'll be a little bit of a time off, two, a couple of days for the weekend to get them into their bubble, get them set- settled, and yeah. then they'll start the divisional round. And is the goal to start the World Series when? The 20th or the 27th? Do we know? I, haven't, I have not. Well, it's going to be the, the goal is to get it done as quickly as possible. So yeah, I don't know. But, but yeah, really, I, don't, I, I didn't see the, the date for the World Series. The only thing that I, that I have seen is the divisional series will go five games, no days off. Then you'll get a little bit of time before the yeah. championship right. series. Then the championship series, you'll go seven days in a row, then some time between that and the World Series. But yeah. they don't it's have to really worry right. so the, much about getting America? done in November, in October and not November because they're going to be in California and Texas, so the weather is not going to be not going to be in right. the Midwest or the East. So they really, if they if they went into November, it wouldn't really be a problem. No, no, no. And, they, don't want, they don't want to do that, Chris, because it is an election year. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Whatever. I mean, and they can skip that Tuesday, you know, whatever. But the other Fox, thing, too, is they're going basically to be the- what it says, Chris, is Fox says. Yeah. Well, Fox. Well, that's right. They don't want to. Well, I don't want to even talk about Fox in this election. Yeah. But anyway, my point is they could certainly not play on Tuesday and that would satisfy everybody. But if, you know, if they don't have any weather issues, which they can have, they can. And the fire issues and having to move some games, because we talked about that, that could be an issue. But again, that's like trying to guess if there's going to be a pandemic, you know, another a breakout. But since they're going to be in the bubble, they don't have to rush for the pandemic as much. Let's put right. it that I way. Think what they're ho- I think what they want to do, though, is get the series through as much so that they don't have to be in the bubble as long. Yeah. Right. From what I understand, okay. all right, the divisional, the divisional, the American League will start on Monday the 5th, National League on, on Tuesday the 6th, so it'll go Monday through Friday, Tuesday through Saturday, and then they'll start the next Monday and yeah. Tuesday. So you notice they're taking weekends off because they figure college football is slowly ramping That's up. That's correct. The NFL is well, going taking, on on Sunday. Yeah, they're so. taking Saturday, Sunday off because now FS1 has the National League, so they're going Tuesday through Saturday the 6th through the 10th, so they will have Saturday games for that. Right, but I'm saying they are doing what they tend to do, which is to avoid the football. And if they, they don't mind weekend days off generally for their ratings purposes. So that's right. like kind of what they're doing here. So there will be no champagne allowed in the dressing rooms and the, the locker rooms and all that because yeah. it uh, does not promote social distancing. And yeah. uh, so therefore it won't be there. And uh, we did have another uh, case of the virus, and this time in the broadcast booth, C.J. Nitschowski, uh, out for the out with the virus for the Texas Rangers for the rest of the year. TV color man. And so they were going to uh, uh, simulcast for a day or so. And then they were going to, I guess, uh, use Tom Grieve and somebody else for the color on Texas. David Murphy. David Murphy filled in with uh, Jared Sandler when uh, Matt Hicks had it and Eric Nadell was quarantining. Okay. So then then they must be, they must be quarantining Dave Raymond too then. Uh, No, no, no. Dave Raymond's still doing the game. Dave Raymond did not have it. He tested negative. He's fine. Uh, they're not going, but they're rotating with Tom Greaves oh, and okay, David Murphy. Okay. And by yeah. and by the way, CJ Nikowski is fine. Um, he just apparently it surprised him when he tested positive. Yeah, it happens. Albert Pujols moved into fifth place all time in the uh, home run all time home run derby. Hit yep. six sixty one and six sixty two, passing Willie Mays on Friday. I don't know if he's hit any since, but he's no sixty two. He's, he's exactly one hundred behind Barry Bonds, and he said his wish, although he doesn't think he's going to be able to accomplish it now, is uh, he want he wants to pass up all the steroid guys, and the, the two left that he considers are A Rod and and Bonds. Well, he's not going to you know he's not going to no. pass. 
Rod either. He's 40 years old. He was born January 15th, 1980, because I checked with Miss A. So right. he's 40 years old. He'll be on one and two year. He'll get finished his big contract next year, and then he'll be on a one and two uh, year contract after that. Probably play another two or three years. So he might catch A Rod, but probably not. But, well, he's uh, he's 34 away from A Rod, so right. uh, you know, and 38 away from 700. Um, uh, I, I would like to see, you know, I'd like to see him, of course, have a good year next year, and then to to go to go back to St. Louis and retire as a Cardinal. That's you know, I think. Well, if there's be, a DH in the National League, he might be able, and that might get the Cardinals vote to get him in yeah. for a year or two with the Cardinals because they're not going to bring him there if there's no DH at 42 no. and 43 years old. Right. So now this is something I want to ask you about, Perry. Because this sounds pretty strange to me that finally here on September it was yesterday, so September 19th, they announced that uh, Justin Verlander was going to need Tommy John surgery, which takes over a year to to get through. Were Correct. they trying to do some therapy or something? For well, the last he two or three yeah months? he was trying to come back, and apparently he injured the shoulder again oh. while throwing a simulated game. Is what happened? Was he trying to come back for the playoffs? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was wondering if they were just diddling around and not deciding, which teams do sometimes. But the bad bad thing for the Astros is, uh, you know, you're starting to see their guys. They do have some injuries like Verlander and and I think a couple other ones. But, boy, that team is really starting to fall apart. And yeah. you know when when he comes back, if he he says he's going to come back in 2022, he'll be 39 as a free agent. As a I don't free know. agent, I I don't know if there's any baseball team that would uh, pick him up because what are you going to get after? Well, uh, they after- they might they might Robert if they if they have him throw and they think that his shoulder is good because. His shoulder will be repaired and very young again. Yes, it will. Well, they throw harder, remember, Robert, when they come off of that for the first few years. And then there was something that uh, was thrown in, I guess, Pierre threw into our mix on, on during the week about drone delays. We've had a couple of drone delays. And <laughs> what are you supposed to do about those things? That's the thing that gets me. That's, and, a, good, that's a good question. And, but I know well, one of them I, occurred during the Cubs-Indians uh, game the other night on Wednesday. Yeah. A drone right. landed in center field. Right. How, now, number one, don't they have restricted air, airspace? Yes. Airspace? Yeah, yeah, they, they be, oh, no, they shouldn't be flying where they're flying. I mean, but how do you, what do you, it's like pirate radio, Robert. How do you yeah. go, uh, you know, if it's happening, you have to go get it. You have to stop it. You have to find the person who's flying it. How do right. you, and I don't know if we have the technology to do all that. You right. Know, right. No, now. no, it's, it's very difficult. And I mean, it caused, it was only a five minute delay. But, right. But, you know, if you had a full stadium and you have, you know, and, and you can do this and, you know, I mean, now there's nobody there. But you come into a 50,000 seat stadium and, and you decide you want to kill a bunch of people and crash it in the stands. What, you know, what can prevent it? That's this correct. Very tough. Okay. So we, and, what did, and what did Pierre say that, he, that the other one was in the, did he say in Minnesota, Chris? Yeah. Minnesota, yeah. I think, had one yeah. too. What, okay. what, Sean? I got it. I got it all. It looks like, all right, the championship series, going back to earlier, looks like they will start on the 12th and 13th. The World Series, they want to start it around the 22nd, 23rd, to be done around the 28th or 29th of October. Uh, so that and going straight. Um, okay. Well, yeah. starting that Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Or Thursday. And of course, they'll, they, they may want to skip. Well, you say they don't want any days off. What they want to do is they want there to will kind be of avoid. The, no, no, there will be days off in the World Series. They'll play okay. the World Series like they normally do. But before the World Series and the league championship, the division and the and the wild card, no days off. So your pitching because better they, be good. They have. 
and they have contract obligations, Fox does, with Thursday Night Football. So they're probably looking like a Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, or something like that. Yeah. Or right, Saturday, right. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. So it might Monday, end up on the Halloween and Saturday. So that might be when the World Series yeah. would end up. Something right. like that. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll see. As we get closer, we'll know. And again, there could be things that come up where they have to move to Arizona because of fires or they have to, you know, uh, have, yeah. once they get in the bubble, they should be good. But, you know, you, you just never know. So we'll see how it all goes. And you could have weather delay to get to the bubble because, hey, who said it's not going to rain in Chicago or something, you know? Right. And, right. and actually, you may have games. I guess you'd have the, the Cubs and White Sox hosting at the same time, wouldn't you? That you would. Yeah. yeah. So a big rainstorm in Chicago could wipe out two games, a game in each league. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. So we had a kind of a sad thing because everybody likes this guy. Ron Gardenhire, I guess, is at least for now retired. He, uh, and Lloyd McClendon is taking over the Tigers, and apparently he had uh, some, some food poisoning. He hasn't come back from it very well, and he's 63 years old. He's also been missing his grandchildren and so forth, so he's uh, sort of just kind of retired. Sounds like, and it sounds like, too, moment. that all this rebuilding with the Tigers may have, yeah. have drained him. So That's uh, right. But because yeah. he was in – I knew a couple of weeks ago when they were in Minnesota that he had missed, I think, two games because of – at the time, um, they said it was a stomach virus. You know, they didn't mm-hmm. know that it was food poisoning. Right. And apparently, that's what it was. And apparently, he's been coming to the ballpark. He was jittery. And uh, yeah. he, he got there yesterday. And apparently, he and Alavila, the GM, meet each day to discuss the baseball. And uh, Garden Hire just said, you know, he said, I just can't do it. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. He's a good guy, what everybody says. And just to throw it in here, because we didn't have a real place to put it, but just to sort of finish our last miscellaneous item, we had another person went on Twitter and did something stupid, and that was Dan McNeil. No, uh, they don't do that, Chris, on Twitter, do they? All all the time, yes. No, he decided he uh, criticized the the outfit that Maria Taylor on ESPN was wearing uh, the other night as a sideline reporter. Yeah, Maria Taylor, is she's the sideline reporter with Fowler and Herb Street on college football, but she was with them. They... That crew did the early game, and yeah. he basically said that she worked for es that she worked for ESPN, or is she the host of the Adult Video Network Music Awards, which I never yeah. knew. Which I didn't even I didn't even network. know there was such a thing. I oh, didn't know that it's either. An online network, apparently, but yeah. There's awards for everything. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. so now I guess we can go to the NBA and the NHL, and uh, yeah, of course it gets shorter to do these because we're cutting down on the number of teams. But we do have uh, we've got the finalists in the NHL. We're down to the final four in the NBA. In the NBA, Denver has been amazing. They came back and they beat the Clippers the other night, 104 to 89, for the win their seventh game. They won that series four games to three, coming from three games to one down. They've won. Uh, they're the first. They. Uh, they've been the first team to the play in team. four consecutive seventh games and, and, and in the a first series. And they came back uh, twice from three to one, as I said, and they saved up elimination six times in a row in the postseason this year. And the last time any team did that was the Denver Nuggets in 1994 who had done that. So that was pretty amazing. But the the Lakers did not lose the first game of the series like they did before. Maybe they're taking Denver seriously. I don't know. But they beat them 126 to 114. So the Lakers have a one game to none lead in the Western Finals. And it wasn't that close, honestly. Yeah. And game two is going on right now. Right. And then the Celtics and Miami have been having a heck of a series. Miami leads the Celtics two games to one. Uh, the Celtics won last night, won uh, 17 to 106. Oh, so you know, Miami almost battled back the end, though. They, yeah, they were kind of coming back a little bit, but the Celtics had it up to a 20-point lead. Miami got it down to about eight or so with about a minute to go. But anyway, there was a big fight. There was a big disruption. In the, and the difference in this uh, bubble atmosphere is you can tell what's going on. Yeah, there's petitions. It's not like uh, thick walls that you can't hear through. So everybody heard everything, or the reporters that 
are there. Obviously not all the beat writers, but the national reporters who have been allowed into the bubble were standing there listening to Marcus Smart yelling at his teammates. He went off. The, the story in the Globe said he went off to the bathroom, let everybody get yelling. They, they, Jalen Brown, and he almost got into it. Then he goes off to the bathroom. So then they got uh, Doc, uh, yeah, Doc Rivers. Um, Brad Stevens got uh, Jalen, I guess, and Marcus together with uh, Tatum and himself and sat down and tried to iron things out and, you know, get everybody back on track. And it worked. So, you know, many times a team will have, you know, they lost an overtime game that they led by about 12 at one point. They lost a game by five that they led by 16, 17 points on Thursday. And they were down two to nothing. And obviously they had to win last night. I mean, hey, you can, somebody will come back from a three nothing deficit in the NBA, but you don't want to be the first team to have to do it. So they did really have to win. But I'm telling you, many, many times you see teams go a long way after one of those kind of things. You know, they, they get themselves oh, yeah. back on, on course. So that may have been the best thing that would have happened to them. We'll see. But they're not going to play to Wednesday and they get a little more time. To, to think about it and so forth because they're not going to go up against Monday Night Football tomorrow and of course that would have been on ESPN too so they're going to be ABC has Dancing with the Stars uh, with Charles Oakley Dan, yeah by the way. that's right and then uh, isn't uh, no not this Tuesday never mind I'm thinking of something else okay and then yeah when we t- wait, Robert you can be our TV listings guy when yeah. we get yeah. into that someday uh, and then uh, I got an answer to why the NBA was asking and other, other leagues have to and other people have um, I really figured out uh, why it is that they're talking about voting in some of these stadiums and and arenas. It's because of social distancing. You can, you know, if you set up a voting uh, place in a place like the floor, I I was on the floor of the Boston Garden for an event that National Bureau Press had in 2005. You could have many, many voting voting booths very far apart on that floor. You can do it in a ballpark. You've got all an arena. You've got those concourses and everything else. So it's to, you know, get people to vote. It's it's just to make it easier for folks to vote, whether it's in a neighborhood that's disadvantaged or not. Sometimes they're in the suburbs, sometimes whatever. But it just takes the, you know, a lot of times you're voting in old churches or little little schools and this and that. So it's just going to make it easier for people to, to vote in person if they want to vote in person. And, and so Houston's that's got why. several. Houston's got a couple places opening there. Not NRG Stadium, but the NRG Arena, which is adjacent to, which is a rodeo arena. That they're, and they're doing the Toyota Center. So yeah, because okay. Energy, okay. Energy and Minivated. So that was the answer to that. And that's, I think, it, it is significant. I, I see what they were, but I hadn't figured out what they were talking about. But then they did mention, you know, they said, hey, nowadays, if you want to vote in a school, you'd rather vote in the library than the gym because it's bigger, that kind of thing. So, you know, just everybody's thinking about, you know, is early voting start in some of the states now. So we're everybody's really starting to focus. For the NHL, we focused on the finals now. We have Dallas having beaten oh. the... Well, one quick ahead. NBA thing. Hold on, right. one quick thing before we leave. Right. Mike Brown, uh, assistant coach of Golden State, has been granted permission to talk to the Indiana Pacers about their. Uh, races, yeah, apparently the Pacers want to talk to him, and the Warriors gave permission to do that. So okay, so in the NHL, Dallas beat the beat the Vegas Golden Knights three uh, three to two in overtime to win their series, and uh, and that was on Monday. So Dallas won that series four games to one. I know Robert, you said you were very surprised by that. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm so, I'm very surprised. Like and then Thursday, Tampa Bay beat the Islanders two to one in overtime, and that uh, meant that the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning advanced, beating the Islanders four games to two. Good run for the Islanders. They went in as the seventh seed and went a long way, so uh, they got to feel pretty good about themselves looking forward. And then, uh, so the final started between the Stars and the Lightning, two nature names. Hey, and uh, the uh, you know, someday, the, uh, some year, Oklahoma City and Tampa Bay will win and we'll have the Thunder and Lightning in the NBA. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Dallas. 
you can tell it's a you can tell it's a COVID year because yep. the NFL you got the Bears undefeated, a Washington football team, you got a team from Texas and a team from Florida in the hockey final. No, we got yep. two teams from Florida in the you know still playing, and you know yep. we got the Miami Heat, and we got the and now on all nature names. But, I mean, Texas and, heat and Florida in hockey. And, yeah, that's yeah. right. Texas and Florida in hockey. That's, that's a, right. I mean, who's Texas the top Florida and hockey. Canadians are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we got Dallas over uh, last night. Dallas beat Tampa Bay four to one. And Robert, I I don't know. Did you see any of that game? That was no, I, I did not. Me. But I I'm absolutely shocked at how well Dallas is playing. I mean, uh, I knew they had a good team. I I knew they were going to make the playoffs, but I really didn't expect what they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I expected Tampa Bay to be here because uh, they've always been one of the top teams yes. in the East. Oh, they were number two in the East this year. Yeah. And, you know, so uh, number two going to the finals is not, not – and the number one never goes to the – hey, the President's Trophy, right? So if yeah. Bruins won it, uh, yep. no way. You never go to the finals doing well, that. Well, and Tampa Bay won that won that trophy last year, and they got swept in the first round. That's so. correct. So, no, uh, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay. So we had a couple of moves in the – and, Robert, there had been a trade or two before. Before this, you mentioned yeah. that you didn't think there were, but there were. There were a couple yeah. of trades. Pittsburgh did something I remember yeah. when we talked about on the on the show. But right. anyway, Peter Laviolette was hired by the Washington uh, uh, Capitals as their coach. Uh, he's coached for Carolina, Philadelphia, Nashville, and the Islanders. Yep. And he won the Cup with Carolina in '06. So he's a. Uh, I, I think everybody likes him. I think he's a good guy. I think uh, we'll see what happens with Washington. But uh, uh, he's you know. a very well liked uh, guy around the NHL. Uh, that's why whenever he's unemployed, he's never unemployed for very long. Cause that's right. Peter uh, gets along with everybody. Yeah. Buffalo got Eric Stahl from the uh, from Minnesota for Marcus Johansson, a defenseman, and yeah. so he went to Minnesota where he's from. And Stahl uh, had played uh, for Carolina. Oh, we have the Stahl Stahl brothers. They're like the um, oh, what were their names? Uh, but there were like four or five of them. They were called uh, the Sutters. Sutters. The Sutters, the Sutters. Yeah. 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 He got stalls all over the place. They played for, this guy gets played for Carolina and the Rangers, and uh, they're from Minnesota. And there yeah. are three three other brothers, I guess. That's and there. he's very and he was very unhappy to leave Minnesota. Uh, I I don't know if he's actually going to wind up reporting to Florida or I mean Buffalo or not because uh, he's threatened to retire. Uh, I I don't know what's all going to happen with that. It would be it would be a typical Buffalo Saber move to trade for somebody and then have them not play, it, yeah. uh, you know. Okay, well, now I think we need to go to college sports, and uh, we'll start with, oh, yeah. you know, what, a, yeah. what a mess. Well, we'll start with open mic uh, night or day with the Nebraska governor. You know, but I'm, I'm telling you, well, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute, but, um, you know, they're, they're saying that they're, they have it in for Nebraska right now. I think Nebraska, the people in Nebraska have been doing a good job with the thing. I mean, hey, you know, if they think something's stupid, say so. You know, this is, yeah. well, anyway, the, uh, the guy from Nebraska, the uh, president of Nebraska, uh, Ted Carter, announced uh, to everybody that the Big Ten was going to come back. He said, they're going to have a big announcement tomorrow. You it, was a, it was a press conference. It wasn't even for sports. It was another press conference. He goes, oh, we're going to have an announcement tonight. Yeah. The big yeah, 10 yeah. coming back on this. <laughs> Which we all kind of knew anyway, but uh, it's just like, let's make it official and, uh, you know, whatever. But then, uh, cool. so they're going to start on October 24th and they're going to play. 23rd you know, and 24th. 23rd and 24th. Right. So start yeah. the 23rd and 24th and they'll play right through uh, for the regular season, December 12th. And then they'll have a, uh, what are they calling it? A division day or championship day or something. Championship Saturday or something. And then one will play one, two, will play, which is where you get to the playoff. That's one against one. And I guess they've been approved to come into the playoffs. Haven't they? The big 10, I assume. Uh, it looks like they will be. It hasn't been official, but okay. they, they are. 
but one and one will play two and two going back through the whole thing. So you can have seven more paydays for everybody and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the ones will play at the Lucas Oil Field and the twos, and they'll work that out. They'll on play uh, where, whichever, that, you know. So it'll be your uh, championship game, the official championship game, but then the other to see who's number two, who's number, you know, our number three and four, so on and so forth. All right. The Okay. So then and um, I, the thing that dawned on me yesterday when I was listening to the BC game and they won because they tend to go to one of the lesser bowls. They usually go to a bowl, but they go to one of those, you know, bowls that the, are the other bowls going to be played or are we just, or do we even know how this, uh, I don't, I don't even know. We don't even know. And a couple other things before we get to the other, uh, the, the pac 12 is scheduled to decide on Thursday about playing a six game schedule on November 7th and kind of do the same thing that the Big Ten, they were, they were ready to announce one earlier, but uh, a couple of schools were not ready as of yet. Well, but, the governors of but, Oregon and California, I guess, did finally decide they could have contract contact uh, practices. Yeah, right? they decided they yeah. could have contact, uh, so the, that affects those six schools. And now they're talking about the Mountain West and the Max saying, oh, we're going to come back now. But basically what the Big Ten is, the Big Ten is that teenager on his or her first date that can't decide what he or she wants to wear to impress that guy or girl. <laughs> yeah. That's what so, yeah. so apparently everybody's going to – the Power Five <coughs> will finally all be back. The SEC, is the SEC starting this coming week? This weekend, yes. yes. they do. They start no, this the week. Pro- the problem I would... that conference play uh, this week. Uh, so now here's the weird part. To watch the AP poll. You had a you Ohio State was in there number two at the preseason. Then they fell out because they weren't playing. Now you're going to see them come back in like the next. Uh, has there been a team be ranked number two, yeah. then fall out, and then come back in as two or three? I don't think that's. Yeah, happened. well, you know, this is that's like one of those Casey Kasem questions. You know, did a song ever drop off the survey and then come back as number one? The yeah, same, you know, whatever. Like I said, it's, COVID, it's a COVID year when you have yeah, two you teams got that right. I think, out, the, I, think the problem, I think the problem that I would have though with with like the Pac-12 if they're only going to play a six-game schedule. Everybody else are playing eight, nine, and whatever. Ten, Do you yeah, really, right. I mean, I don't know that that's going to be enough to get them into a playoff. It'll, only playing six games. It'll be seven. It'll be seven because of the, they're doing the same as the Big Ten. But still, Oregon's the only team that even has a chance. But Oregon's not going to. I mean, Ohio State will, but the others. Well, no. we we did have one uh, problem with, in uh, with the virus in college football. Mike Norvell, the coach of Florida State, is not going to. Miami this week for their rivalry game because he has come down with the coronavirus. So, right, uh, we'll and we also had does. Houston and Baylor were postponed yesterday because of not because of positive tests but because of contact tracing. Okay. Yes. With there Baylor, were a few Baylor, games were, that were listed yeah. on your schedule, Perry, that not, were not played because I kept asking to say about them. And Florida Atlantic, Georgia so. Southern were not yeah. played. Uh, BYU Army got canceled, and uh, Charlotte and North Carolina got canceled. Right. I think right. because of some stuff. Now yeah. the, the games that were played, I mean, there was there were not some bad. I the one that surprised me. I'm not surprised at all that Central Florida beat Georgia Tech because they're the higher ranked team, but the way they beat them. The mythical I mean, mass national Bayern. champion of two years ago. We have to remember that. Remember yeah, the, they were the yeah, that's right. Champion. They were the national champion. And, right. and, the, and Oklahoma State almost lost to Tulsa, and Tulsa is not one of the top teams. Oh, they were upset. I was going app. by uh, WWLS on the stream yesterday, and I guess, I don't know if they're in the Oklahoma State Network or what, but they were talking about that game, and they were not happy. I mean, you never heard a, a solemn, hey, they won 16-7, to 7, you know, but they were not happy people. So, no, well. I mean, it should, and then Navy with that comeback, because that was yeah. just... Navy that was, was kind of a let, that was kind of a letdown a little bit, but you know mm-hmm. it was 
Yeah, BC went into Duke and got a a road win in the ACC, which is always a good thing to do. Yeah, Clemson did what they were supposed to do. Uh, Of course, Appalachian State, which is the team that everybody talks about, is a group of group of five team that would sneak in, that pull some stuff. All you know, they lose to Marshall. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then we got some really good news. Fourteen to seven, Chris, with uh, about nine minutes to go in the first half. Yeah, that was Patriots are ahead. Hey, hey, all right. Uh, so, uh, as Jack Rickhouse would say. Now, the um, the thing is, uh, we had some really good news. I don't know if you got more on football, but I think the really good news of the week was college basketball. That was really cool. That November we're get, 25th get that. is when they're coming back. And they were the basketball committee was picking Thursday the 26th. But I think everybody Somebody probably told them it was Thanksgiving. Like you know, they probably didn't know. Because yeah. that night before Thanksgiving, that's a big ratings night for ESPN Everything. and Fox. For Oh, yeah. Games. Everybody's home watching TV. Yep. And, Especially and because you're not going to have the NBA and the NHL yet. So, you know, that's going to be really gonna good. Ha- and you're going to have – they're going to play 27 games. And no no preseason, no little exhibition games, no uh, – Inner squad scrimmages between two teams. Right. They're just going to start with 27 games. Uh, some of these tournaments are moving. The uh, Maui tournament is going to be in Asheville, North Carolina. Well, that's where I would have guessed. It's going to be a week later, the 30th, the 1st, and 2nd. So it'll be the yep. week after Thanksgiving. Yep. And the the Battle for Atlantis, the tournament in the Bahamas, that one's going to be in South Dakota. I'm not yeah, why not? Sioux Falls. Okay. Sioux Falls, so you they're they're moving those. Well, hey, we were going to the Bahamas, but we're going to be in South Dakota. Yeah, yeah, Boy. yeah. We recruited you to go to the Bahamas. We told you we were going there in two years, but we're going to South Dakota anyway. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's great. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. And you figure they basically most of the campuses are going to close between Thanksgiving and and uh, January because of the possible outbreak, uh, you know, with the flu and the, and the virus together. So the players will almost be in their own extended bubbles on campus by themselves. So I think yeah. this could work out pretty well. So and anyway. it, sounds like, it sounds like, Chris, uh, I was listening to the local sh- uh, one of our local shows the other day, and it sounds like they're getting things organized to where here at the Iowa Event Center, which has hosted NCAA games in the past, they're going to have teams come in and play college games here, too. So Des Moines may get some teams. I would suspect well, the Iowa, I would suspect the Iowa teams would mm-hmm. be in there, but you may get some teams that, you know, maybe we haven't seen well, before. Because- you have other team. You have other tournaments. There's one in Cancun. Some of those aircraft carrier tournament games. Right. Right. Uh, some of there's another one in Maui. I don't know if they're going to Alaska. So uh, I am. There's also teams. there's also one in Puerto Rico somewhere. That, yeah, the Puerto know. Rico tournament. So so Iowa could be picking up one of those tournaments. Right. Okay. So we got any more on college sports before we go uh, nope, finish up that, on our desk? I think we no, got no. it. Okay, good. All right. So here we go. Now, these, these, uh, uh, well, this first one I don't know much about, but number two and three I certainly do, and they were, they were very significant in, as far as I'm concerned. This first guy, though, John Farah, 71, he, he won the bronze uh, medal in swimming in 68 in Me- at Mexico City for the Olympics, uh, for the men's Olympics, two, uh, 200 men's, uh, 200 meters uh, individual, and then uh, individual medley, and then he, another one uh, for the 200-meter butterfly, also in 68 in Mexico City. He, uh, David said he played for the Stanford uh, Cardinal. Uh, no, he played for the Stanford Indians. I mean, let's go. history is history. Yeah, they were the, the Indians. Indians. They were the Indians. He played for them. He was the national champion in the 200-yard uh, butterfly in 1969 and the gold in the 200-meter butterfly in 67 at the World University Games. And, he, uh, and, he, and, and that was a record 206 on that one, and he died of lung cancer. 
We moved to Jack Kelly, 93 years old, and kind of a, a cool uh, guy here. Defenseman uh, in the national team from 48 and 49. Didn't say he was on the Olympic team, so I think it was uh, after after that team. Then he went to the, to BU, Boston University, 49 through 52. He played there. Two finals in 50 and 51. I found that on the Globe. Then he went went and coached the Colby College in Maine from 55 through 62. Then back to BU as head coach from 62 through 72 before Jack Parker, who was there for like 30 years. And he played, Jack Parker would have played for him. He, uh, and, uh, he was the coach and GM for the Whalers. Uh, and of course, they were the New England Whalers and the Hartford Whalers, 72 through 75. Then again, uh, he went back to Colby, 76, 77. I think there was an uh, ownership change with the Whalers, and then they, he might have had a problem. So he went to Colby for a year, back to the uh, GM for the Whalers, 77 through 81, director of uh, uh, of the uh, Adirondack, and Adirondack Red Wings from 83 through 93, ran that franchise. And then the president of Pittsburgh Penguins from 93 through 01. He uh, won the uh, championships in 71 and 72 in the NCAA with BU. And the Whalers won the Avco Cup, the first WHA uh, trophy in 1973. So he won championship three years in a row. At BU, he was 206, 80, and 7. And overall coaching in college, 303, 147, and 12. And then, uh, let's see, uh, the Whalers, when he coached them, he was 63, 47, and 5. And then, uh, let's see, he made the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame in 93 and the World Hockey Hall of Fame uh, after that uh, and the World Hockey Association Hall of Fame in 2010. He was the father of David E. Kelly. And I had never heard of David E. Kelly, but David E. Kelly was the producer of Doobie Hazard, Hauser, MD, uh, Picket Fences, Chicago Hope, uh, The Practice, Allie McBeal, Boston Public and Boston Legal, so that's pretty cool. Okay, then we move on to the the all-time St. Louis football cardinal. This I don't think anybody would dispute this. If a Cardinal fan wanted to call up and tell me something different, I'd be surprised. Larry Wilson, 82 years old. He was free safety for the Cardinals from 60 through 72. 60 is the year they got there. 60 through 72. He had 160. He started 163 of 169 games. He had 52 interceptions, five touchdowns off those interceptions, 800 return yard on them uh 14 reco- fumble recovers and two recoveries and two touchdowns on those and five rushing uh, uh attempts and one touchdown on those he was in the pro bowl eight times defensive player of the year for 1966 and interception leader in 1966 uh and then he retired uh, uh let's see he went to uh arizona oh he's a retired when when he uh He's now in the Arizona Cardinals Ring of Honor, and he's in the Pro Hall of Fame. He got in there in 78, and coached defensive back uh, with the Cardinals 73 uh, in 73, and then interim head coach the final three games of the 79 season after Bud Wilkinson was uh, fired, Uh, executive director of scouting for the Cardinals 73 through 76, personnel director 77 through 87, went to the Phoenix Cardinals with the team, uh, vice president and GM of those, the Cardinals, Phoenix Cardinals, 88 through 93, Vice President of the Arizona Cardinals from 94 to 02, and it retired, and then he died of cancer. But he was definitely uh, an all, and he was really big in the community. I remember hearing things yes. on Camel X with him on there, and you know he was always involved in the community, and uh, he was the face of that Cardinal franchise. You know, they had Jim Hart, they had uh, different people, but he was the face of the Cardinal franchise. And Dan uh, Deardorff played there, too. Dan so. Deardorff, too, a great yeah. Cardinal as well. And yeah. then we have defensive tackle Mike 
Tillman, I think we decided it was, 76 years old, played for the Minnesota Vikings in 66. New Orleans Saints went there in probably in the expansion, uh, 67 through 70. Houston, 71, 72. Atlanta, 73 through 76. He started 137 of 149 games. Five recovered fumbles. New Orleans uh, Saints Hall of Fame and the uh, and the Mon- University of Montana Hall of Fame and the, the War- New Orleans MVP in '70, the Saints MVP and the Houston uh, Oilers MVP in '72. And one last person, Gary Hughes, that uh, was mentioned here. Uh, David didn't have all the dates on this, but I'll at least tell you what he did, and I'll give you some dates, whatever I got. And maybe Marty might have more if you don't. So that's right. If he's with us, he can uh, have a chance at that. When I finish, 79 years old, uh, coach of the Marin Catholic High School in California from 64 through 72, part-time scout for uh, Northern California for the Giants, for Seattle, and for the Mets. Then he went to the Yankees as full-time as scouting director. Then he was... uh uh, then he directed scouting for Montreal and an assistant GM for uh, the Florida Marlins too. And then, now, uh, then the, he, uh, at that point, he worked under Dave Dombrowski, right? Yeah. And then the, he was with the Cubs from ninety nine oh two through eleven, and as a special assistant. And then with the Red Sox in two thousand twelve. And then uh, he was in, he's in the Scouts Hall of Fame that I didn't know about either. And he also Chris worked. He also worked for the Reds for a while as as a scout because he uh, Jim Bowden said this morning that he hired him to work for the Reds. Okay. And he died of liver cancer. So if Marty has yep. anything else uh, to tell us, he certainly can. If not, Marty is uh, not with us. So, Marty, Sean, why don't with, you go ahead and say good night. Marty has all right, well, first of all, we're going to let you know it is 14-all with about five minutes, four and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. Sounds like we're going to have a good game tonight, folks. Yep, Yes, we are. All right, and so we're going to go check out the game. And those of you that are already checking out the game or maybe you missed parts of it, you can download the podcast by going to legendoldies.com. Type, looking up Sports Lounge Live or typing it in your podcatcher, all three words, Sports Lounge Live, have it delivered every week. Tell your smart device to play the uh, Sports Lounge podcast from Legend Oldies or just play the Sports Lounge Live podcast. Play the Sports Lounge Live podcast and you know keep saying next till you get the right date. Or you can go to 773-572-3006. Option number nine. That's right. Option nine is Sports Lounge Live. Option eight, All Things Radio. Option seven, Coffee Club. And there's other good stuff out there. Leave us a comment, question, criticism, anything you want to say, 800-693-0595, option two, sports lounge at allthingsradio.net. So next week we'll be ready for some baseball playoffs, week three, uh, more NBA, NHL, and who knows what other craziness. Who knows what the Big Ten will do next week? Find out. That's right. (laughs) Okay. See you later. See you next week.